JM in the AM on a Wednesday morning broadcast. Well, we have a special guest with us who is here from Israel. He's been with us before. He is founder and director of the Am Yisrael Chai Foundation. He is Shmuel Sackett, and he is visiting us in our uh, New Jersey studio here in Teaneck, New Jersey, on this Wednesday morning. A pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. Always a pleasure to see you. Although you look much better in your Shalai Mirakodesh. Yeah, don't I? You look, you just, your face There's something glows. about that Chutzla Aretz look, or my brother would say Schmutzla Aretz look, <laughs> that just doesn't cut it, right? What could you do? But it's good to see you. By the way, <clears throat> you also look better on the other side of the world. <laughs> that, is, that is true. Every Jew looks good. It, when we say Yerushalayim Shel Zahav, it's not just the city is gold, the people are gold. And they glow. And they glow. Like gold. You got it. Uh, can I assume this is your first trip outside of Israel since Shmini Atzeres and Plastora? Yes, yes, it's the first trip. And um, it, it, I feel it, although never to the degree that real residents of Israel feel it, uh, I'm sure you felt much more uncomfortable leaving now than on any of your previous trips. There's no question because, <clears throat> excuse me, because what happens is my son <clears throat> is in is in the war right now. As we speak, as a matter of fact, I tried to uh, reach him uh, as I was driving here, and uh, he's he's on base. He hasn't uh, answered. He hasn't been home outside of a, a you know an, a few hours here and there since four thirty a.m. on the morning of October eighth, and uh, he was called. And he is not in a combat situation. However, he is part of what's called Gedud Tishim Betesha, and this is uh, he together with others. Uh, supervised the movement of over 14,000 chayalim in the Gaza area. So he's there, and uh, of course we're concerned about him and all of the uh, chayalim. But what gave me chizuk to leave is that I'm here for shlichut. I'm here for a good cause. I'm here to do what I consider a very important mitzvah and uh, to do what I can. And and that's why uh, I came to the States. Uh, I don't know how many details you're comfortable revealing, so if there's anything you don't want to say, just let me know. But can I ask how old your son is? Sure. My son will turn 39 later this month, married with five kids. So this war that we're fighting is not just, you know... You know, when you grow up in the States and you hear of war, you think of crazy Hollywood movies, you know, Rambo and stuff, and the guys just running all around. But the people fighting this war in Israel are your teachers, your principals, your plumbers, your doctors, your basic people, men and women. What is your son by profession? My son is uh, is in education. He actually works for YU Israel. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's been doing, he, he, he was in security for many years, but for the last, I think, seven years, he works for Yeshiva University in Israel. And uh, hasn't been to work since before Yom Kippur. So he has his own students. He has people that he's either educated or worked with in that educational system. That is correct. And and they haven't seen him, at least not in the last ha- few months. They haven't seen him, <clears throat> but uh, he met a few on the battlefield. <laughs> oh, that's unbelievable. It's crazy. It's, it's a crazy situation. So your grandchildren, again, the children of this son that we're talking about, range in age from what to what? Range in age from 2 up till 15. And they must miss him like crazy. Sure they do. Sure they do. Uh, but they living, my son lives in a town called Leshem, which is not far from Ariel. 300 men in Leshem. There are, I think, I think 550 families living in Leshem. 300 men 
are serving in the army right now in one capacity or another out of 550. So and that's age of 18 till 50 something. Correct. So they're missing, my grandchildren are missing their father, like their next door neighbors missing their father. It's a, a rough so, situation. So if there is a father in Leshem, a, you know, he right. must feel awful. <laughs> Seriously. Like, right. you know, it's a, right. Like, what are you doing here? Well, I don't mean it that way. I'm just saying that right. the, the kids who do have their father around, you know, it, it, they must be the envy of every kid in the neighborhood. It's very funny because people know my political views and I'm, you know, uh, in support of all the soldiers in, in Gaza and what they're doing. And one of the guys in my shul says, Shmuel, what are you doing here? Right. I said, they don't take old fat guys. <laughs> I said, I, I Have want- you researched this, by the way? Are you sure? <laughs> I'm just making sure. <laughs> yes, because, you know, the quantity of food that I eat, it's just not worth the You bankrupt the army. They, they, they wouldn't have a chance. <laughs> All kidding aside, I am in or was in the hazmat unit. Uh, for chemical warfare, you ever see if you ever see these pictures of these guys yeah, dressed in these suits right. from top to bottom? Right. Oh, there's there's been a chemical leak. Send right. in Sackett. Right. Oh, great. Just make sure there's no hole in the suit. Right. Uh, that's that's what I did uh, until I was released from Elohim about uh, 15 years ago. So, is the uh, your son is the person in your family who you're who, who's most connected to you in terms of being a relative who's in the army? Obviously, you have plenty of friends and neighbors who are doing the same thing, right. and your son must have hundreds of friends and neighbors who are doing the same thing. I would correct, assume. correct. And my son-in-law was in uh, in Gaza for thirty-seven days. He's out now. In communication with you or not? Not during the days that he was in Gaza. No, he he was fighting, and I, I just so have your to tell daughter you. was like yeah, daughter she's. Now in her ninth month, and two little kids at home, and uh, he he wasn't home. And this is when sirens were going off. It was, as we say in Hebrew, lo pashut. It was not a simple time for him. And her. he's now home? Thank God his unit is finished, right? They're, they're trying to do a haklafat mishmarot, different, you know, switching right. out the guys. Just you should know, in his unit, Nachem, there were 20 guys. 13 were wounded of the 20. And that's... A statistic that very few people are talking about. We're talking about the people that are killed. Of course, that's right. the, the worst. But thousands and are wounded. Thousands. And many of these wounded are life-changing. Right. We're not talking about a nosebleed. One of the guys in his unit have his had his fingertips blown off. Now, he could live to 120, but try texting. I mean, today, everything yeah. is with your finger. He has no, on one hand, lost his fingertips. But... The miracles that he saw in those 37 days, absolutely incredible. And he's, he's, he's in his 20s. You know, I son in law a young guy. He's a, a male nurse um, in Asafa Rofe Hospital. So he was also the medic. He was a combat medic. In addition to seeing serious action, he's also a medic taking care of all these guys. Rough, rough times, rough times. But listen, we all want Mashiach to come. And we all know that the first Mashiach is going to be Mashiach ben Yosef. Mashiach ben Yosef fights the wars. Well, he's not going to fight it alone. Am Yisrael has to fight with him, and that's what we're doing. This we is also war. believe that the state of Israel is Reishit Smichat Gulatena. Yes, we do. That we're Mamash on the road to the eventual Gula, the eventual redemption. And this is why we support these soldiers in any way, shape, or form. And, and one other thing, and we'll get back to the soldiers in a moment, but one other thing, you do see... You know, if in fact one of the keys to our time of redemption will be recognition upon uh, every member of this planet of the great one above, right? If that's if that's the goal, we do see an incredible number of people 
who have already made that transition. People who now understand uh, that, that, that in fact, he, the one above, is, is in charge of this world. We see this from, from many, many people in many different walks of life. And I think that that is, even though there's a lot of enemies out there and a lot of people blocking traffic in Manhattan for whatever noble reason they think they're doing it, I think on the other side, we have to realize just how many friends we have and how popular God has become throughout this world. What really blew my mind was a few weeks ago, my wife and I driving in Tel Aviv, and we saw a billboard. I couldn't believe it. You've probably seen pictures of it. It must have been eight stories high, this massive billboard of a guy with tattoos saying Shema. You see with his hand on his eyes, you know, in the mm-hmm. Shema position. And the words, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Achad, in Tel Aviv. This is a guy with tattoos. And subsequently, I saw five other posters, similar posters, and it's incredible because Am Yisrael realizes this is the time to connect to Avinu Shabashamayim, to a Father in Heaven, right. and and people are doing it. And, but by extension, I would include <coughs> members of other faiths as well who are also coming around. What you just described is unbelievable. It's a byproduct of this Correct. war that's just incredible. Correct. But I think if the eventual goal is the recognition that God is in fact running uh, yeah, the show, exactly. Then I think I think we're in that direction. Sometimes it's hard to remember that when we're when especially in this country, when we are so pummeled by anti-Semitism and so focused on those who are who are marching on behalf of the enemy, which I still don't get, but that's the reality here. You probably saw this coming many, many years ago. I, I saw it, and what these people don't realize is that this is just the promo. God forbid Hamas would be successful. Who are they coming for next? Yeah. They're coming for everybody in in the United States. And a good friend of mine who works with a non-Jewish guy in, in business here in New York said to him, I really feel bad for you. And this is my Jewish friend. And the Gentile said, why do you feel bad for me? He said, look, I know that eventually I have to go to Israel. Right now I'm in business. It's not working out right now, but eventually I know I have to go there. But you have nowhere to go. And eventually... Well, nowhere where you'll feel as comfortable as here. Right? Correct. Right. And they're coming for you. I mean, this is something that is building up all over the world, this fundamentalism, this anti-American attitude. And uh, these people think, you know, uh, they're, they're, they're protesting outside of Sloan Kettering, yeah. you know, to stop the genocide. What can I say? It's, uh, it's something that uh, we just have to ride through. But it's, it's the forces of evil trying over and over again to stand up. But all we have to do, we have to get, we just heard some words of Chizik from Rav Goldwasser, just look into the Parsha of the week. The, 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 the words are there. It, it's all there in front of us. Uh, the, the Torah says exactly what we need to do. We stand up strong. And Achim, I have no doubt that we will emerge victorious. Um, there's, there's an expression in Hebrew, avarnu et paro navor gamelzeh. We made it through Paro. We'll make it through this time as well. All right. Uh, back to the soldiers for a moment. Shmuel Sackett's here. We have a lot to cover. Uh, when you were with us last time on the air, and you do direct the Am Yisrael Chai Foundation, you mentioned, and again, you're one of many who are doing this. You're looking specifically at the needs and the wants of the soldiers, and I'm talking about spiritual needs and wants. You've actually facilitated for tefillin to be delivered to bases. Correct. Tzitzis, tefillin. We're trying to help them in any way we can. And it's very funny. We mentioned my son. My son started on his own. It was the second week that he was there. Thousands of guys are on base for Shabbat. Right. And he started his own 
Kiddush Club. Now, <laughs> not the Kiddush Club you think of, hey, let's not listen to Haftorah and run out. Right? Right. But he simply posted on his, what's it called, Facebook status. Hey, guy. And people sent in money. And since, I would say, mid-October, through this past Shabbat, he's had this Kiddush with Cholent and Kugels and Herring for the Chayalim. I said to Gabi, I said, great. If, God forbid, Sunday morning we need to attack, these guys have a stomach full of cholent. <laughs> I says, I don't know how good. <laughs> but in all seriousness, as much as we make fun of the whole right. food effort, it, forget about for a moment that they're being fed physically, the morale boost that they're getting from it. Right. You know, what makes someone feel great when they come back home and their mama has some chicken soup ready for them, right? Correct. Here, you know, what what's, what in our tradition states more that we care about you than making a meal for you or sponsoring food for but you? But it's, you know? it's even more than that. How many Chiloni, secular soldiers, right. uh, said, Efshar Gam? You know, can I also take a... Gabi says, sure, of course. What do you think? This is only for religious? And then, of course, some of these guys say, you eat like this every Shabbat. (laughs) (laughs) And you're in the army? (laughs) (laughs) Now you know why we look the way we do. In any case, it is something, the camaraderie, uh, it's, it's it's a beautiful thing. We always focus, I have taken upon myself to focus on the good Believe me, I have my questions and I have my complaints. And not only that, every time you hear about a fallen soldier, your mind must go nuts. Yes. And, and that's why I, I know you focus on the positive and the good, and we admire you for that, and it's much easier to speak to you because of that. But boy, the, 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 the thoughts that go through a father's head when you're living in Israel in the situation you described, it must be crazy sometimes. Sometimes it's crazy, but look, I... I, I I really believe in God. Now, that sounds like a crazy statement. (laughs) But when I say I really believe in God, because I live, I do the best I can to live the Torah. My wife and I, when we made Aliyah in 1990 with, at the time, four children, so there weren't burning crosses on our lawn in in, in Woodmere. There wasn't anti-Semitism, and I had a wonderful job in Manhattan. Why did I pick up and go? And Harvard was more normal. Correct. And uh, although none of my friends went to Harvard, you know, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Queens guy. There's a limit to who you hung out with, <laughs> all right? right. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I refuse to hang out with smart guys. That makes me look dumb. In any case, the reason we made Aliyah is because we want to be part of this redemption. We want to bring Mashiach, and we want to do what we can. And included in that is fighting for the land, building and planting and growing. But the, I get it. But the sacrifice must be. The price is. The carbonote are just, yes, oh gosh. The price is expensive. Yeah. It's it's a very high price to pay. But we believe in Olam Haba. We believe in Tchiat HaMitim. We believe uh, that we're doing the right thing. That and this is just a step to Gula. That's right. it. And when you do the right thing, Hashem never lets you down. Shmuel Sackett is here. The first city you lived in in Israel in 1990 was? Netanya. Li- Netanya. Lived, there, lived there for one year. Oh, you know what's going on there now, by the way? It's like, yeah, yeah, I wish I would have bought some land over there. <laughs> say that again. <laughs> My gosh. It's like an explosion. They, they call it the Miami Beach of Israel. Correct. And, and, and the terrible part of Netanya was what's called South Netanya. Right. Today, right. 
Ir Yamim. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable. It's incredible. And uh, and you've lived in how many places in Israel? Uh, Around. Okay, so we went from Netanya to Ginot Shomron. Ah. We lived there for 17 years, and then we were actually in Ranana for a year, but wow. for the last 15 years, we're in Herzliya. So, named uh, for Theodore Herzl. Named for Theodore Herzl. That's correct. <laughs> Beautiful with, Hash, town. With, with Hashem's name at the end, Herzliya. Right. Okay, you got to get it. Beautiful the town, Herzliya. Every no? town in Israel, is right? Beautiful. But in all seriousness, it's it's it has a reputation it's for a, for its beauty. It's a beautiful town, right. correct? We're right by the beach, wow. and uh, it's very funny. We live literally very very close to the beach, and I have a good friend of mine that's a surfer, not a not a religious guy, right. and he says you live so close to the beach and you don't surf. I said, I don't. What am I? I, I don't. I don't. I don't surf. <laughs> he says. It has to be against the Torah to, to, to do this. <laughs> to take up space yeah. near the beach and not be a he surfer. Says, I'm a surfer. and I li-. He says, you know what that's like? He said to me, that's like me living next to a Beit Knesset and not going in. Right? You would say, Don, you live next door to a show. Interesting. He's making an interesting <laughs> argument, I must say. All right. Um, so now. It, it is the Am Yisrael Chai Foundation. Yes, it is. That is it, that is doing the Rosh Chodesh Adar Bet raffle. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. So let me make this clear for our listeners. I have it here somewhere. Give me a second. Um, you're actually raffling off to support the foundation. You're Correct. actually raffling off an apartment in Israel. Is that accurate? A luxury apartment in Yerushalayim with a view of the third and final Beit HaMikdash. Can I ask you what neighborhood that is officially? Yes, you can ask me. It's in Arnona, the new section yeah. of Arnona. Why do you say near to Beit HaMikdash? Because... Because there is a view of the Beit HaMikdash, ah, a beautiful from view. From that apartment. Of the, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Right now, we used to say you see Harabayit, right. okay, which you do, right. which you do. I right. remember the first time I was there, had a David Mincha, and I asked the real estate owner, <laughs> which direction? He says, take a look, you know? So uh, there it is. You literally see it from, from the window, and it's a beautiful apartment in a gorgeous building, Rehov, Chaim uh, HaShofet, and it's a beautiful... Um, apartment and yes the winner of the dream raffle right. will win the apartment it's theirs forever registered in the land registry theirs to keep to sell to give to their uh, descendants it's your apartment and it's estimated to be worth one million dollars uh, you know i've been saying that i, I think it's more than that Even by more? now yeah it's a little it's worth more Four than million a million shekel yeah but you know it's weird <laughs> to say uh, we're raffling off apartment that's worth one point one six seven right. million dollars. Okay, so a million we, dollar apartment. A million dollar apartment, and it is. It really is. I'm curious, and I don't. You don't have to answer this, but those who've won an apartment through Am Yisrael Chai Foundation right. in the past, mm-hmm. have they all kept the apartment, or some have said to you, you know what? I'm fine with what I have. I want to donate this back to the organization. No, no one's donated it back, but there is a cash option ah. where some people just simply take the money right. and run okay so there is that option that anybody can and do that would be a million dollars or close to it wow. six hundred thousand nice. dollars you know uh one guy who took the apartment he made aliyah from toronto to uh, the apartment to the apartment that he won that is correct to the apartment that's pretty cool that is you very, facilitated very cool. someone's aliyah there it is and uh, he's uh, he was our second uh, dream raffle winner, and we're now up to the sixth year. And in addition to a dream raffle, you have bonus raffles that happen what once a month. 
Uh, bonus raffle is, well, we're up to our last one. That's right. It's going to be. Oh, that happened already or not? Two happened already, and there's one more. And when is that being That, that is February, no, February 15th. I don't. Okay. I think it's Vav Adar Aleph. And and that's a $10,000 prize. That's a $10,000 prize. Once, once someone wins that, mm-hmm. are they still in the running for the apartment? They're still in oh. the running. They're standing. They're, that's the word bonus. Right, it's a bonus, Ralph. It's a bonus. No, because there are people who don't, who just don't think about it, that they uh, can't take them out of it. You can get, but as a matter of fact, the last guy who won, the, the, yeah. the second bonus raffle, listen to this. His name is Avraham Yisrael. Hmm. He's from Panama. Wow. And I called him, and he just returned from a solidarity trip to Israel. Back where, to Panama. Yeah, and he, while in Israel, he was volunteering for Zaka. And in Panama, he is a member of the Hevra Kadisha. And so a beautiful guy. The first guy who won was uh, from B'nai Brak. Uh, We went to see him, and uh, he was so excited. That's the bonus raffle. But yes, people... And you know what, Nachum, what are you going to do when a person who wins is going to say, I heard this on the Nachum Siegel show? Well, I'll take great pride that I facilitated someone's aliyah. You expect them to invite you for a kiddish? Yeah, maybe. I mean, <laughs> our Nona, I mean, you'll have to go all the way to our Nona. <laughs> I'm so spoiled, it's ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> so how far is it from the Inbal to our Nona? Is it a 20-minute walk, or it's less than that? 20-minute <laughs> walk. It depends who's walking, though. I mean, you know, we, we've got our headquarters in Jerusalem. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, so on the 11th of, excuse me, on the 15th of February, the bonus raffle takes Correct. place. You have a chance to win ten thousand dollars on the on the first of Rosh Chodesh Adar two, which is March eleventh. Uh, you will have the drawing for the one million dollar luxury apartment in Yerushalayim. How much does a raffle ticket cost? A raffle ticket is one hundred eighty dollars. And how do people find this? They go where to do this? One second, I didn't say. But there's more. Oh wow! Okay, there's two more things. Wow! First of all, because I love you so much, if you purchase the <laughs> ticket now, because you listen to the. Nachum Siegel Network, yeah. okay? It's one plus one, which means buy one ticket, get two. Buy five, get ten. So 180 gets you two. That's correct. Okay. And what do you do? How do you mention and that put in the single thing? Just, just go to the website. Put in the promo code right. radio. Interesting. And we'll take off an additional $10. Okay, cab fat to JFK. So I'm down to 170. <laughs> You're down to and one. If you think you can get the JFK for 10 bucks? You've really been out of this country for a while. <laughs> so there it is. So there's your 170 dollars, right. and two you get tickets. two tickets. Promo code radio, right. and it's very simple. The dreamraffle.com. The dreamraffle.com. You need the word the. Okay, because okay? someone took dream raffle, so it's the dreamraffle.com. Promo code radio, and I love when I call the guy. I'm going to say, "Hey, where did you hear about? I heard it from Nachum Siegel, and that is absolutely going to be the greatest news." Do you remember? Sometimes you pass a store, and a guy says, "Someone bought a winning lottery ticket right. here." Correct. You got to put that sign up. Right. The winner of the sixth year's dream raffle heard it on. Nachum Siegel right, Network. We're, we're gonna we're gonna post it in multiple places. That's what you're gonna, <laughs> <laughs> not just one side like those characters in the stores. Right? That's correct. We're gonna we're put gonna, it everywhere. We're gonna put it on the pens. On the pens. There here. are people who are curious, and again, a question that you really don't have to answer. But there are people who are curious. Mm-hmm. Are there a million people in this raffle? Like, do they have a reasonable chance? Like, what would you say to people who are wondering if they have, you know, a, a, a relatively good chance to win this thing? That's up to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, man. You got to be in it to win you it, You got to be in it to win it. 
last year. A dollar and a dream, or in this case, $170 and a dream. <laughs> and a promo code radio. Right, correct. And promo code. Uh, okay, so <laughs> the bottom line is this. Last year, yeah. there were about 35,000 tickets. Because right. a little less in terms of right, customers. Right, but there are multiple that, tickets right. for so people. So this right. year we're doing well. We hope to hit about 50,000 tickets. So you have a chance. Again, if you buy one, you have two tickets right. in there. And so, there are a lot of people buying more than that. Right. So two. Oh, other, so you do have, there are probably between five and 10,000 people in there, I would assume. Right, it's right. not that crazy. It's not that crazy. And Bezrat Hashem, uh, there was, a, there was a, a woman who called me last year, actually two years ago, and she said, she can't believe she didn't win because she already bought mezuzahs for the apartment. <gasps> Great idea. So she said, I already bought Kaniti mezuzah. Yeah. What do I do now? I say, maybe you can return them to the store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell her. You have the receipt. By the <laughs> way, if you go to thedreamraffle.com, is that really the view? That is the view. That's insane. Yes, taken with my phone. I mean, that... That's Seriously? The view. Yeah, that's the view. Yeah. I have an iPhone. I have There's an only iPhone. one view I've seen better from the lobby of Yeshiva Dakota. Yes. That's it. That's the only thing that beats this. But you could walk from this view to that view. Right. You see? So you'll have both views. Yeah. Well, you obviously don't know about my leg challenges, <laughs> but okay. I'll, I'll assume if someone walks with me slowly, we can do it. <laughs> What's the rush? What's the rush? Take your time. Yeah. But Baruch Hashem. But, but, but all kidding aside, you know what the best part of this raffle is? That, yes, somebody will win. No yeah. question. 100% of the net proceeds go to amazing things. I'll tell you in a minute. When I say 100% no net proceeds, there is nobody on payroll on Amishol Chai. Not one person. We don't have an office. We don't have cars or cell phones, whatever. There are marketing costs involved in the raffle, yes. But the overwhelming majority of your $180 or $170 ticket goes towards amazing projects, such as we're helping uh, farmers in the Gaza envelope area, what's called Otefaz, rebuild their farms. We're helping the Kitat Konenut, the civilian security response teams. The most important thing, as terrible and as horrific October 7th was, what stopped that number from being 5,000 fatalities were these Kitat Konenut, the local security teams that ran out until Sahal arrived, right. were holding off. And on uh, top of that, the enemy has declared they want to do this again. So we have to be prepared in all these towns uh, correct. For, for the possibility, do you know, God forbid. We all know of Psagot wines, right? right? Now, Psagot is next to Ramallah. Do you know the distance between the last house in Ramallah and the first house in Psagot? 70 yards. That's it. And what separates We've been them? To okay, seven. Now there's a nice wedding hall there, right? Right. Seventy yards between Psagot and Ramallah. And if you think they hate us in Ramallah any less than they hate us in Gaza, I got news for you. So it's important that we help build these Kitot Kunanut in all these areas, <sighs> and the organization supplying them is. I'm Yisrael Chai from the Dream Raffle Funds. We're also helping search and rescue teams uh, with the highly trained dogs. They're still looking for some missing people from October 7th. We also 
uh, help, uh, and this is something I can announce here for the first time. Please. Because I was trying since October 7th to raise money for a bulletproof ambulance for oh, Stay Road. Oh, this on the air, right? Correct. And I was trying. That's, oh, that's right. I was on, and we're helping out. Nachum chaste Hashem. You know what? I should have, I don't know, maybe made a bracha or without shame Hashem, shechianu v'kimanu v'gianu l'smanazeh. Yesterday, I wire transferred to purchase this ambulance three hundred twenty-seven thousand five hundred dollars. Unbelievable! Yesterday, and uh, came from what we raised in the state and also from the dream raffle. So Baruch Hashem, we're doing tremendous good things with the funds. Unbelievable! Um, Shmuel Sackett reminds us that thedreamraffle.com is the website. Thedreamraffle.com. Let me just go through the details for a moment. First of all, the $10,000 bonus raffle is coming up in February. In March, on March 11th, they will raffle off the $1 million apartment in Arnona Yerushalayim. Right now, if you want two tickets, you uh, all you got to do is spend $170 if you use promo code radio. Go to thedreamraffle.com, thedreamraffle.com for two tickets because it's now two for one. All you need, it's 180 but with promo code radio, it's $170. Uh, and uh, you'll you'll have two tickets in this uh, in this raffle. Simple as that. And someone will win the apartment. And and by the way, I highly recommend. I and there is a cash alternative. By the way, I highly recommend you go to the website just to see the view from the apartment. You're going to see this, and you're going to say to yourself, "Boy, this is certainly worth the chance of um, you know supporting Amisrael Chai Foundation." That you might end up with a view like this from your apartment in Yerushalayim. So go to thedreamraffle.com for all the details, thedreamraffle.com. And there you have it. It's always a pleasure to be here. And uh, Bezrat Hashem, you know, people say it's very difficult times in Israel. I say, stop. Take that word difficult and change it with challenging. Right. It's challenging times. And Bezrat Hashem, Amisol will emerge not only victorious, but stronger than Well, ever. we've had guests on the show, and you can imagine how much we've done about Israel since October 7th. Yes. We've had guests that re- that when I say to them, you know, do you feel that we're going to be back in Gaza soon, meaning a real Israeli presence in Gaza, or do you feel that, you know, we know because we're people of faith, we know that all this is going to lead to something bigger and better, you know, that and they resent, and these are religious people, and on the air they resented uh, my suggestion they, they, they felt they were so much in the throes of war and so much in the day-to-day of trying to survive what had happened that they can't focus on what I was trying to get them to focus on, which is, of course, the future and what, you know, and the good that could come out of all of this, uh, you know, years or months from now. You have a different attitude. Much you, different attitude. You're already seeing the, what, what, we could, uh, what we will likely experience down the road. Yeah, because next year's Dream Raffle is going to be for an apartment in Gaza. I'm joking. So well, uh, you're, I don't know if you're joking. I, maybe not. Maybe not. Because you probably knowing you, that's right. You probably assume that the only answer to this problem, meaning the Gaza problems, there are a million other problems. Correct. But that the only answer to this problem is, in fact, to rebuild what we had before 2005. That is correct right. to rebuild. But I want to rebuild not just Gush Katif. I want to settle the entire right. Gaza Strip. Right. And uh, Bezrat Hashem, we will. Right. Jewish settlement is definitely what we need. Right. And here's why I want. Here's another reason why I want to win the, win the raffle. I hope I'm eligible, by the way. But whatever. Um, Pay the hundred seventy dollars. We'll talk later. Then we'll figure out if I'm eligible. Yeah. I I have a friend who lives in Israel who said to me that in my lifetime I will see true uh, Jewish sovereignty over Harabayit. Now that's important to me. I'll tell you why. I'm a Levi. 
And I would very much like to walk, even if it's slowly, on Shabbat morning from Arnona to Harabayit to the Beit HaMikdash. Because I have, the, as much as I love davening for the Ahmad, and everyone knows that me and my boys, we love davening for the Ahmad. Baruch Hashem are blessed with the ability to do so. I have this dream of either leading or participating in services in the Beit HaMikdash. That's another reason why I want to win that apartment. Well, Levium. That's exactly what they did. As you yeah, know, that's, what I, that's sang, why I want to do it. They sang the songs. And as much as I love doing that in shul, love leading the tefillah, even on a regular weekday, I would love to do it in the Beit HaMikdash. So if this friend is correct, that very soon in my lifetime, we will have real, true Jewish sovereignty over Harabayat, to me that means that the next step after that is the building of the Beit HaMikdash. Bezrat Hashem, I can only tell you that every single day, well, Sunday through Thursday right. at 1.30 in the afternoon, yeah. there's a minion for Mincha with Chazara Tashats on Harabayat. How did that happen if the authorities were so careful not to because allow anyone to do any type of prayer? Because we're breaking through. And I'm telling you, next time you, uh, I don't know if you're one who goes up, but I certainly go up to Harabayat following the proper halacha sure, guidelines. Sure. I'll personally take you. We'll meet at about 1 o'clock over there, and we'll go up, and we will dive in Mincha with a Minyan, Kaddish, uh, uh, Kedusha, and and you don't say Amen on Harabayit. You say Baruch Shem Kavod Malchuto Leolam Va'ed. After each bracha? After each bracha. And I was crying at that Chazar Tashatz because... It's not learning halacha, it's living halacha. This is in the I'm ashamed I never knew that halacha. It's amazing. And I wonder how many rabbinic giants of today know that halacha. The guy with the chazan will say, Baruch Hashem, Rofei Cholei Amo Yisrael, Baruch Shem Kavod Machutol Elam Ve'ed. That's correct. 18, actually 19 times. Do you say Baruch Baruch Shemo to Hashem? No, you don't. You say, simply wait till the end of the bracha, and you say, Baruch Shem Kavod Machutol Elam Ve'ed. So... We I'm getting are, chills hearing you describe we this. We are moving in that direction. And that person that made that guarantee, you should give them a hug and a kiss because that's exactly what's going to happen. In your lifetime, you will see Jewish sovereignty on the Makom HaMikdash. And you and your kids are going to get to work. Levium, we need Shevet Levi and Mizrat Hashem. You're going, we need you. We need you. Wow. <sighs> Quite a challenge, as you say. It's, but you know what? Let us hope the Jewish people continue to go in this direction. Do you, do you want to live in not challenging times? We are mamish touching mm, great. I got to think about that one. Would I prefer to live in non challenging times? Interesting. We are touching greatness. Right. We are touching what our ancestors dreamed about and died for. Right. We are literally on the footsteps. And their challenges were much different, and we don't want the challenges they had in foreign countries that they had Correct. to endure. Correct. And, and what gives us strength, what gives my wife and I strength and our children and grandchildren is that we see ourselves in this movement. And what we're doing today is what our grandparents did and our great-grandparents did. We're moving closer towards this great and awesome day. Bezrat Hashem, Hashem Isbaruch, give us the strength and help us. You know what? As you know, I'm a student of Rabbi Merak Kahana, and he, used to, and he gave an amazing bracha. His bracha was, may you have the wisdom to understand what's right and the courage to act upon it. Wow. 
And that's what I wish everybody. We all know what we have to do. Do we have the courage to act upon it? Bezrat Hashem, we should have the courage, the koach, and the ability to do what needs to be done. Shmuel Sackett, the uh, Am Yisrael Chai Foundation, support the cause by buying a raffle ticket, and you may end up with a million-dollar apartment in Israel. TheDreamRaffle.com. Use promo code radio. TheDreamRaffle.com. Use promo code radio. An honor to have you here this morning. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Am Yisrael Chai. Shmuel Sackett on a very special uh, Wednesday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.